Welcome back to the Hidden Healing Podcast, where we talk about the hidden healing work that we must do even after we've gone through therapy so that we can become healthier individuals and so that we can get rid of these old patterns and triggers and ways of responding that no longer serve us. Today, I want to talk about the self or the sense of self and the self map. What is it and how can we have more happiness and less stress using this concept and tool? So let's jump right in. So if you think about it, when we go into fight or flight, our body and our mind are going into a mode where it feels attacked and has to protect. So the question is, what? how does it know what to protect? How does it know what it has to protect or what can just be let go of, right? Well, that's where the sense of self or the self um, comes in. We have this self map, which is obviously just a concept in our minds. And our mind has identified that all of these things on our self map are part of us and must be protected. And so how much do they need to be protected? Or um, how, like, what will we defend to the death versus what will we just defend in an argument or a fist fight? You know what I mean? Um, not that I've ever been in a fist fight in my whole life. So why I said that? I'm not quite sure. Um, so that's what happens. Now, if you were to get out a piece of paper and draw a circle as big as you could on that paper, and in the center, you write the word Y-O-U and circle it, um, that is kind of what your self-map is like. So we have all these things on our self-map. If you wanted to draw like concentric circles going outwards, you could do that um, just, you know, to kind of identify what's further away from the center than the rest. But we collect things and we put them on our self-map. It can be ideas. It can be people. It can be um, of things that, you know, are just like things you buy in the store or things you built yourself, concepts. All of these things in life get added to our self-map or can get added to our self-map. And for many of us, like myself, I didn't even know that this was a thing or a concept. I didn't know that my mind made a or defined, made a definition of what it considers to be the self, but it did that. And so as we grow up, as we become responsible, we know that when we were children, those things that we did, we weren't responsible for. Those things that happened, we weren't responsible for because that was people who were underage and not having the skills or the full mental capacity to find strategies that were successful and worked. And so now here we are, we find ourselves actually seeking this hidden healing, actually going after it and finding out where are these things that I can fix or I can learn new skills. I can, you know, get rid of old patterns and old strategies and, and incorporate new ones. And so that's where this comes in because we're now grown up. We now are responsible for everything on our self map and we have to manage it and we have to remove things and add things and move things around. And so that is our responsibility. But like I mentioned before, this can actually create a lot more happiness and a lot less stress in our life. So I want to talk about um, what, how we know when things on our, are on our self map. For instance, um, if your defenses are triggered and you feel like you're unsure exactly what's going on, but you know your defenses were triggered to protect something, then that's probably something on your self map. If you use the word mine in reference to it, it's probably on your self map. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's right smack dab on the middle, but it's somewhere on there. 
We have just received this new game, Scrabble. It's not a new game, but it's a new game to us. It was a present yesterday. And um, previously, we had been playing on a little version. It was a travel game that zips up and unzips. And so it's probably like a six-inch board. And so you can imagine how small the tiles are. Six-inch? It might be eight-inch. Sometimes it, when you click these pieces in, if you click it and are not holding on the other ones, it'll pop up like popcorn and it falls apart. So this game that we got yesterday was wonderful gift and it was the deluxe version that spins. And this one, actually, I've never seen one like this, but if you've ever played Scrabble before, you know, the one with the uh, lazy Susan on the bottom of it, it spins and it's big. You can't fold it up. You have to have a really big spot for it to go be put away because it doesn't, it's, it's huge. You know, it's probably like 18 inches square, maybe more 22. I don't know. And so we've had that before. And, um, I think we left it in Sacramento when we moved this way, but, um, those things are so hard to store. There's never a good place for them. This one folds in half and has a little latch that holds everything inside. And it's made out of wood and it has larger pieces and it has borders so that the pieces don't move around when a child or any unsuspecting person walks by and bumps the table. <laughs> and so it's really awesome. So I want you to think about this. I don't have the game Scrabble on my self map per se. It's not like if someone started, you know, dogging the game Scrabble, I would just laugh and think how silly, you know, we must not get the magic of it. <laughs> I didn't for a long time, actually. And so it wouldn't really bother me. But now if someone came and grabbed my Scrabble game and let a, you know, two-year-old, three-year-old child play with all the little squares and he was walking on it, I would be so triggered, so defensive and go get that game. Now, of course, let's just get real. I've worked on all my, all my, um, triggers and responding instead of reacting and all these things. So, the second I saw someone get that down, I would just be like, oh, what are you doing? No, put that back, please. But old me anyways would have been really triggered and really upset and maybe even cried and thought that person doesn't love me enough because obviously they took something that is very special to me and gave it to a two-year-old to break. So that's kind of the idea I want you to think about when you're thinking about if something's on the self-map or not and how something can be on your self-map. Like Scrabble isn't on my self-map, but my Scrabble board is on my self map. So I want to talk about when you feel overly responsible for things in life that don't really seem to affect you, but for some reason you're overly invested and overly emotional about it. And sometimes that means that something's on your self map and who knows how it got there. Um, it could be something really natural like the story I'm about to tell you, or it could be something that accidentally got on there that we just need to remove or at least move outwards 10 circles. And so this is a story about when Riley went to DMV to take his permit test. And Riley is, you know, the one of my kids who's like, I'm sure that I either know the information or I'll take it three times. And by the time I'm done, I'll know it. And I didn't appreciate that idea anyways. Um, I feel like, you know, well, at least study for it. You're spending my money. You know, every time you take the test, it's like $8 or whatever. Uh, at least study. But, you know, that's Riley. He he didn't. And he owns it completely. It's part of his personality, part of his identity. So that's okay. Um, and so we went to DMV. Well, it turned, I, I mean, I knew this when we went to DMV. My friend, um, Richie. He is the manager of, or was the manager of that DMV. 
And so I knew we would see him there. We live in a small town. It's not like there's, you know, 500 employees or anything. It's literally like five people. Um, And so when he failed the test, I was so mortified. I cannot tell you. It was it was probably a funny scene for someone on looking, but I probably blushed and my dark skin doesn't really blush. But, you know, you get flushed and you feel sweaty and you're talking 100 miles per hour trying to explain. And I was so embarrassed in front of my friend. And that was the first time that it happened. Obviously, was overly invested in Riley passing his driver's test and it was on my self map. Why why would that be on my self map? Well, I thought to myself, he's my son and I don't want someone to think he's stupid or like I didn't try to get him to study or I had all these things that I thought in my mind. And so that was one of the times that someone said to me, uh, why is Riley's failing his test on your self map. And I'm like, because it reflects on me and it makes me look this way. And then I was kind of reminded a little bit of my mom and how she viewed us as like extensions of herself. So everything we did brought um, praise or shame to her, you know? And so then I immediately was able to go, oh yeah, I need to take Riley passing his test or failing his test off my self map. That has nothing to do with me. And if every time one of my four kids passed or failed their driver's test, man, that would be her, you know, up, think about how much up and down I would have with that, having four people having to go take a permit test and then take a driver's test. That could be like a major stress for me if I decided to do that. So that is an example where I felt overly responsible for something. And I've seen that in my life a lot. Since we've learned this concept, Bailey actually brought the the book to us. Uh, I think it was during the pandemic when he found this book. And the author, Sean, gave away a free course that he normally sells because he wanted to help people with happiness um, and how to, figuring out how to hack it so that they could, during this really time of stress, have a way to get through it. So I went through that course and I read his book, both of his books, actually, and it was one of the things that was on it. So my whole family is really familiar with this concept of the self-map and we bring it to each other's attention sometimes when we get really defensive about something um, that doesn't seem like it should really affect us, but we find ourselves doing it. So you can be in my house at any point in time and if an argument is ensuing, one of the kids will say to me or one of the other kids, why is that on your self map? Maybe should you take that off? <laughs> and so many times it kills the conversation or the argument right there, because indeed, it's true. It's uh, something that we can take off, we can do that if we want to. I think that if you learn how to use this tool in the moment, you can go from feeling emotional and defensive to feeling kind of calm and even having a little chuckle, you know, about something that you had on your self map. The less we have on our self map, the less we will have to defend, which will make us happier. And it will have us or it will help us to lessen the stress in our life. Who of us doesn't need to lessen the stress in our life? So another healthy habit is when you're going through life and you find yourself defensive over something or triggered over something, Stopping and asking yourself what on your self-map is being attacked right now. And then once you define what that is, going to the next step, should this be on my self-map? And if it should, should it be so close to the center? Because just having this conversation with yourself, just asking yourself these questions immediately puts it out in front of you so that it's not so personal and so that you don't feel so triggered by it. 
And sometimes it does take me a second to reset and, and to really think about that. But imagine what a difference this will make for you if you were to get in the habit of doing this. So remembering that when you feel overly responsible for something that doesn't seem to affect you, that's one clue as to whether or not you should feel on the defensive about it, if it should be on your self-map. Um, if you're questioning yourself, obviously, then maybe that's something you really want to take off your self-map. You might be asking, how do we take it off our self-map? Of course, the first thing is always going to be noticing what it is that's on our self-map. And the second thing is always going to be asking if that's something that you want on your self-map. Because you get to choose, you get to be responsible for your own self-map. And if you want it there and you want to feel that triggeredness around it, that's up to you. But most common for most of us who are seeking answers and seeking to become emotionally healthy individuals, the answer for us is going to be no, and we're going to let that go that off of our self-map. Remember, if we feel too responsible and like it's our it's our responsibility for someone else to feel good or for someone else to ha make healthy choices, aside from our young children who are still in our care, then we probably have them and their problems and their life on our self-map and we need to remove them. And we can have them on our self-map. Even people who are under functioners can be on our self-map. But that doesn't mean that their problems have to be on our self-map. That doesn't mean that their happiness has to be on our self-map. We get to pick and choose the parts of the people that we want on our self-map. So here's what I want you to take away from this. The self or the sense of self, that's the definition that our minds give as to what we are and how who we have to defend. All the time, our mind is trying to keep us safe making sure, checking all day long if we're safe and if we need to defend against anything. And so that's the sense of self. The self map is what the concept looks like on paper. If you were to write it down, a big circle in the center is you and everything on your self map is somewhere on there. And how close is it to the center, which is you. And the closer it is to the center, then the more you're going to defend, defend it or fight for it. And the more you're going to be triggered by that thing being attacked or anything that you consider it being attacked. And so since we're responsible to manage our own self maps, since we're responsible to manage what is close to the center and what is far away, that means that it is up to us to decide and to move things outwards so that our life is happier and less stressful. It does take a little bit of, of learning how to do this as all of this stuff that we're learning, all of these new habits take a little bit of effort to first start noticing and to start asking the questions with curiosity. Do I want this on my self map even? Should I take this off my self map? Should I move this more outward? Because the more things that we have in the center of our self map, the more complicated and heavy life feels. And so... Yeah, of course, have your children on your self-map. But if you have a 22-year-old, that 22-year-old should be in a different place than your one-year-old would, would have been. If you are married and you have a husband or wife, that person is definitely going to be on your self-map. But their happiness should not be something that you feel responsible for. And so their happiness should not be on the center of your self-map. Now, granted, we want our spouses to be happy. So there is going to be a level of that on our self map. 
but also realizing that other people's happiness is dependent upon themselves creates kind of a situation where we get to remove their happiness a little bit from the center. Anything that we come up, up against and we feel our defense is triggered, stop and ask yourself to identify the thing that is on your self-map that is making you feel that way. If you use this concept and this awareness as a tool, you can find that you're lost a lot less stress. And I think that's what we all want here. And I think that this is such a beautiful tool. If you want to look up the book, Mind Hacking Happiness, if you Google it, Sean will come up and you will find his wonderful books, which is also on Audible. You can buy that and listen to it there. All right, that is this episode. I hope that you are able to take these these tools and this idea and really contemplate it. I mean, even really sit down and write down your self-map. If you would like me to send you a link to a self-map, please reach out to me in either the DMs on Instagram or on Facebook. Either way, I would be happy to stop and send you that. Also, I have a website up you can go to and email me and I will send that to you as well. So let me know. It's just a quick tool to start writing things down as they come up for you. You get to write them down to see where they're at on your self map. The visual really helps, to be honest, because um, when I first did it, the exercise, I actually wrote it all down. And now I don't write it down anymore, but I kind of have that sense when I'm in the process of doing it on where it is on my self map and that kind of thing. But having the printed version really does help at first to get give you a sense of it. All right. As always, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify and can leave a five-star review, I would love for you to do that. Thank you guys for coming back week after week and listening. I appreciate it so much. And I appreciate the time that we get to spend together and all of the notes that you guys send me, all of the DMs that you guys send me with feedback and comments. That really means a lot to me. You guys have a fantastic week.